you design the clothes or you just, you know, it depends connect the, the people to the people? Uh, we have a manufacturing like in-house. We do it in-house in the manufacturing. And uh, if a customer comes up and they want like a custom design, we can do that. But generally, we do mostly B2B. I think brands these days are how people hmm. want to start clothing brands. It's just, it's toxic in a way because uh, they don't put the effort. It's, it's not just that they don't put the effort, I think. It's that a lot. So if we're talking about like, like influencers, musicians, stuff like that, I don't think necessarily that their idea is I'm going to start a like I'm going to start a clothing brand. I think middle people say like, oh, you've got like I don't know, like a hundred thousand followers or something like that. Let us do like a collab where mm. we'll make the designs of the shirts, and you just sell it on your platform and do like a drop shipping business. Right. Right. I think that's that's what, I think that's why the market is so saturated with every asshole. A lot of people and like big brands are there to be sold. The people are going to buy clothes that are known to be great. So I tried it once to have a t-shirt. It's, it's, it's very hard to make profit. Ain't that the truth, son? Ain't very that the truth? Very hard. And getting that money from... And getting quality t-shirts is very hard to find in Bahrain. Oh, okay. You didn't try like Alibaba Express? No, no, I didn't try getting uh, samples from that. I know friends that did, hmm. but then I would love to have a T-shirt that I found at H and M. Is that is that your brand, the Goat? Yeah, this is my homies and me. Okay, cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started the brand, and okay. it's been going. I think not I mean, as you got, expected. You got good views, four thousand. That's good views already. And how many comments did you get on the post? What, 21 no replies or something like that? 30 replies? That's, that's good stuff, dude. It is, but if it is not selling, it's not good. I think your problem is distribution. Right. Dis right. Distribution, like having it at stores in a lot of places, is that what you're saying? I think what you should do is, is create a scarcity around the brand. So if you're doing like a music performance or if you're doing something like that, so you get like a shirt, like gun, you know, where they like shoot that shirt into the crowd. Okay, yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Like to create like like a, a, a external need for it. And I'm not sure if your brand is aiming to be like a mass market or is it supposed to be a niche? Well, of course, every goal of a, of a clothing brand is to one day be a mass market and some way affect the whole world. Not necessarily. Well, that's how I look at it. Maybe the other investors don't look at it that way. Hmm. I look at it, yeah, if I want to do something, I want it to reach the whole world. Sure, but you wouldn't say like Chanel and Zara. No, 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 no. Are no. the same. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Yeah, no. Right? Of course. And you've got like brands like Fear of God. Can you look up Fear of God? Fear Dan? of God. Yeah, yeah, I heard about them. So they're like a street focused brand, which I think they sell, I think they sell like jeans for like 10K or something like, something crazy like that. Hmm. They look very, very easy, right? Very, very easy, yeah. Very hippie, and this is like the new wave of clothing. Yeah, they're they're the off-white colors. Staff, they're called um, luxury street fashion, is what they designate themselves as. Luxury street. Oh, so that's a high end. Like one T-shirt or one sweatshirt is like one thousand dollars or something. Well, for a pair of jeans, they were selling it for five k. 
for one pair of jeans, right? What the hell? Can you open their website? I don't know why people do that. Because that's how it makes money, right? Great scarcity. Uh, the fear of God is below, below, below. That's the one. <clears throat> so, yeah. I don't know if they still sell the jeans at that price market or if they changed it since then. You know, clothes, I was having a discussion with one of my friends. He was like, he was asking me for acceptance or, or, or what's, it, what's, it, what's, it, what's the meaning? Come on. Not acceptance. Uh, Ta'kid. Ta'kid? Uh, uh, insurance? Yeah. Uh, oh, no, insurance. Like um, he wants your approval? He wants my approval. He was like, hey, I went to the beach one day and I just took off my shirt. Well, nobody was around. But is this okay? To take off my shirt like that? I'm like, you're wearing it for other people to not mo like elevate some desire in them or something like that or hate or whatever. The clothes are just morals in there. They're just a product of civilization. Okay. Like I feel like a normal human being walking naked should be normal. I can take you to places where you can but, walk around. Well, like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You walk <laughs> naked by your own in a very confined space of your own because it's okay to walk naked i guess i can take you to beaches where you can walk around naked i know yeah yeah there are there are that's so caca, whatever they're called that's i guess the expression of the human being they want that mm. they're like yeah i can walk naked and a lot of horny old men <laughs> <laughs> oh my god the stereotyping of course a lot of sick people right there yeah yeah I don't know if it's a stereotype. I think it's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> it is a yeah. Well, <laughs> come on, human fact. Yeah, you, you got your dick out. You're seeing some girls. You got those like reflective <laughs> shades on. <right? laughs> and nobody's watching you. No one's yeah. watching you. You're reading that same page for two hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wouldn't personally. I will not go there, but I would like to have a place for me that's like a glass at the top that has the sun coming in. Mm. And nobody can see me naked. This has been, this is went so weird, but what? yeah. Okay. I want to be there because I love sitting at the sun every day in the morning. It's beautiful. So why don't you just be an annoying neighbor and just get like a balcony that has sun and just get naked and, and everyone else can I, fuck I have themselves? A, I have a roof, Yeah. but I will not get naked because I don't want to, I don't want to have the slightest doubt of someone seeing me naked. Someone like, I don't want them to be like, I don't want to scar their life. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you don't walk around normally seeing people naked. And I don't do it here in Bahrain. I'm not going to lie to you. But in, in, I've got an apartment in London and I'm always naked in that apartment. Like a good 70% of the time. If, if you walk into that apartment, you're going to find me naked. And I have neighbors that live right next door. <laughs> and I, don't see them just, I just see them shake their heads <laughs> what do you mean they can see you yeah I don't give a fuck I don't they can see like, you through a window oh balcony or something yeah yeah oh my it's like God. there's a lot of like like glass in that apartment and so they're, no way I'll take pictures next time <laughs> oh no, no okay okay I believe you but like this is this requires a lot of courage to be honest no it doesn't it just it, it, it requires a lot of disrespect for your neighbors <laughs> <laughs> that's courage to disrespect you know you need that you're like fuck him <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy that's crazy but yeah I believe these clothes are just ways of civilization to cover uh, to, to make people go straight well I mean not thinking about things aboriginary uh, aboriginary sorry uh, uh, what's the right term right. I don't care well, uh, uh, untouched, untouched civilizations you find them covering up their junk 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do because they know it, it provokes a, a sense of you know sexuality in the other sex. So they don't want that. They want they want civilization to go and do their job, not being distracted by. But they have the tits out. Oh yeah, the women. Yeah, they do. Oh, that's well. Right? Well, if one one party's doing it, then the other parties just have to control themselves. Oh, they also shove their penises like back into their body, which I don't, I don't think anyone wants to be a part of that. Who does that? Yeah, they do that because of like when they're running around in the forest and shit like that. They don't want that shit to, to like, get caught up or get hit by like branches and leaves and shit. Yeah, they they put it right back in. How the what? How does it get? Oh my! I don't want to think about it. Yeah, there. Wow. There's like monks as well, like in, in Nepal and shit like that, where they put their testicles like straight back into their hip. And that's why they get hit. So they we exactly yeah. So when they get hit and stuff like that, they're not hurting their that's testicles. That's muscles that we we're not using. Would you really want to shove your testicles back into your hip bone? No. Nope. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> like if, if it's normal. Fuck that. Oh, it's not normal. It's for emergencies and (laughs) hunting and all What are you doing? Even if you're hunting, even if you're stranded on an island, right? How how long do you have to be stranded on the island to be like, you know what? It's I think it's it's been ten years. No one's gonna save me. I better start putting my ticket balls inside me. No way. (laughs) No, no, you're gonna use that in very hard situations like being drugged and tied to a bed. Yeah. And you're about to get hit in the balls. Not just hit. You're about to get something happen to like, uh, if you want to blur that, but you're you about to say- get raped by some women or <laughs> you're going to shove them back. There's nothing here. What are you Remember doing? what we talked about two minutes ago out there? We said we're, we're, <laughs> there's going to be a part where we're going to cut <laughs> and we already hit it. And it's oh, not even man. been five oh, minutes. My God. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. You're worried about being raped by women. That's not, that's not like a concern in my mind. I heard stories about supermodels, men. Just running around and then being approached by rich women. Yeah. They're like, come out, just party with us. And they take him, put him, pour him a glass of champagne, and that champagne is drugged. Okay. Waking up, tied to a bed. His penis is on fire. Yeah. What does that mean? He's just got raped. By a girl. Yeah, men can't get raped by girls. I, I, yeah, I, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to process yeah. the information. Because if you're a handsome dude... And a rich white lady is inviting a white lady. Sorry, rich lady is inviting you out. It, it, uh, don't you like? It's beautiful. It's actually very complimenting. And no, no, that's not what I'm saying. But don't you like know there's a problem? Uh, Shakespeare used to say we're all act, we're all but actors on a play, right? Stephen King used to say old, uh, big enough to bleed, big, en- uh, big, uh, big enough to be a tar- big enough, big enough to be known, big enough to be a target, mm. right? As soon as you're somebody, then suddenly people come out the woodwork. Right. Yeah, I felt that. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like what? Like old friends like start knocking on you and being like, can you give me no, this? No, I never had old friends do that because, you know, they were great friends, to be honest. Yeah, they were great. But I've had... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of people show up out of nowhere just because of status. As you, as you said, the bigger oh, you are. Wasta, yeah. Yeah. You could say they wanted to use some of my, now, back then, fame and influence to their own advantage. 
And I believe I've did a lot of shit for free that I, if I had a manager, it wouldn't have happened. Okay. I would have been a very managed talent. But mm -hmm. coming from no managing uh, background and no understanding of how people should work and business should be done, I just did a lot of shit for free. Don't forget, though, right? Just because you have a manager doesn't mean that you're going to get every opportunity. Because when you get a manager, he's also managing other uh, artists, other however you designate yourself, whatever. And so even if that opportunity comes up and it could be a perfect fit for you, they have other people that's, you know, paying their payroll and they might put someone else for that gig that you would have other otherwise get. That happened a lot. With like with managers that you know are not solely for you. Exactly. Yeah. That uh, media companies and uh, they call them YouTube networks. Mm. Yeah, they do that. They have top creators. the The money goes to them. These little creators don't do, get don't get anything. They just pay the salaries uh, in in a very accumulative way because small creators are like a hundred small creators, and then just. 50 or 20 big creators they get the advertisement but these guys the hundred they don't get advertisements they get some help music library that you could pay five dollars for but they sum up a, an amount of money that pays for all the employees that work at the network easily like you know if, if anything goes bad if these guys keep uploading we make money yeah so i didn't like networks from the beginning to be honest so why don't you make your own network then? Why, why, why should I? Uh, YouTube partner program, just be on it and that's good. Because if I do my own network, I'll be the same as because them. My, 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 my reasoning is that you're then beholden to the rules of, of YouTube. Well, right? Yeah, of course. I, I, I know I don't know a lot of stuff in that world. Or in managing a world of getting ads and... Managing creators, yeah, I don't know that. Because, you know, I think of, I think of like, fringe cases, like Alex Jones, for example. If you know who he is. Uh, I heard, heard about him. What so do you he's do? A, he's a conspiracy theorist. Alex Jones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? The frogs are gay, what he's infamously, what he's infamously made fun of. Alex Jones, yeah. And uh, he said maybe things that, that weren't, weren't accurate, or maybe they were accurate, but they banned him from every single platform. Wow. Overnight. And not only that, his accounts in his bank, he had like, I think, three or four accounts, all got designated as, uh, as hate group under H, meaning he couldn't access his funds anymore. Just for having a political opinion. He made a call out and people didn't like it. I'm being very nice to him at the moment. I mean, he, he, he basically, there was a school shooting and he claimed that they were all at paid actors. So, <laughs> oh, okay. wait, yeah, what? Yeah, he, he, he really missed with, the ball on that one. They, yeah, he did. <laughs> oh my God. And some people, you don't know, they're joking or, or are they really serious? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's difficult to say. Alex but he, when he said that, yeah, I think he, he's serious. In court, he claims that it's a persona and it's just, you know, all just hype talk and it's not real. Oh, but really? And his audience... You know, he, why would you even like, okay, persona, I, I, to get him out of legal trouble. It's not funny. 
it's it's not funny it's not real people cannot relate to something like that if, again because legal problems that's why he said that's what he said he said to his fan group i said that it was uh, that i'm a persona because i didn't want to get into more legal oh trouble. he did say that so stupid I, enough to I, do that yeah so you don't know where where he sits and how his allegiances are and whether or not he's a, how much of him is real on camera hmm. That's and the that's, problem. That's the thing, right? So yeah, that's a big thing uh, I've seen in a lot of creators. Uh, these and people saw in me in the beginning. I was like sitting with my friends, normal, and then when they watch my videos, they I know they would have this thought, like, "Who's this?" It's not her friend, but they wouldn't say that to me. And then one courageous guy came up to me, and he's like, "You're not the same." I'm like, "What about that?" Because defending self-worth back then and my ego and what I've achieved it's it's a very hard thing to say to someone it's like you're saying you have schizophrenia or something so g give us give us a back back give us a story what how did you get into YouTube first of all well at the beginning I guess uh, it was an inspiration from uh, a content creator that's number one right now his name is PewDiePie okay so I've watched his videos and I started laughing at a phone screen and I had the realization is how can someone make me laugh this hard just playing video games hmm. and video games are considered procrastination and something that someone shouldn't do all the time. Okay. So it was inspiring from other content creators and I was like, yeah, let me try it. Let me try it. And I tried it because I found myself sitting and talking to myself while playing, cussing and all that, to myself. And I was like, what if it was recorded? Mm. All right, record it. And that's how it started. It was very simple. And your, your main audience you're aiming at are GCC Arabic, or do you aim more for international and go with the English route? No, I, I started at the beginning. Funny story, I made one video Go on the videos and by date, Dan. No, no, you're not going to find it right here. But let's see what it, on the upload. Yeah, but this by is not even my first channel. This is my second channel. Okay. My first channel had 3.8 million subscribers and it got striked. <laughs> Did I not mention a second ago about how <laughs> if you're up, if YouTube got to decide to punish you, if you don't have your own service, you're fucked. You are, yeah, yeah. It happens. I don't want to feel it. I don't want to feel that because in one moment in time, I had a decision come up to my mind when I was three strikes in, and the fourth was going to delete my channel, and I had a decision. I was like, you know what? Just delete all your videos, make them all private. And then something hits: ego, circumstance, who I was back then. I was like, nah, I will keep this channel. One month later, boom, it's gone. What, what I predicted happened, and yeah, luckily I have this other channel. Go, can you open another um, link and type in Rooster Teeth? Again, sorry for podcast listeners. These guys make a game? They do, they do, Oh, like, the, the, the original way of how, this, how Rooster Teeth became big, they did a, a, a machinima video called Red vs. Blue, and they knew at the time how important it is to own the supply, right? When did they realize that? Uh, I think they were maybe two years in. This is this making is making machinima videos on YouTube. 
they were making machine videos. So we're talking about an era before YouTube was owned by Google. We're going oh, way yeah, back yeah. in time now. <clears throat> so yeah, they started off with, with, with red versus blue. And since, since they knew what understood that being supply is so important, they made sure that all our content was on their channel, on their website. And they, they, what they would do is, is they would upload it to other websites one week after it was uploaded on their main website. So your fans, they want to watch your content. They want to watch it early. They would go to your website. They would sign up. They would comment on your website. So that's how they built that engagement and audience. And if you go on, um, can you check out their channels? Red, on, there's on the left. Uh, Achievement Hunter. So this is a subcategory where they do like like gaming videos. I, I I know this logo right there, the star with the it's not not Game Theory, the guy that makes Pot potentially. I mean, they own a whole bunch of stuff now. Yeah, but this is how they started, yeah. So what? It's like a, a whole new streaming platform that has signed creators. They signed them to make exclusive content. They actually built the creators in-house. Because this is what happens when you own the back end, when you own the services, right? Most of their growth and, and staff are from their own fan base. Oh, wow. Clever, right? You're, yeah. you're retaining that talent. You're retaining that blood. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's, yeah. that's how they did it. And I think they sold it for AT&T or Time Warner, one of those companies. And, and they made a lot of money. They made a lot of money. Wow, wow, wow. Never heard of them, but I've seen the logo before. 100% the roaster and the teeth. 100% I've seen it before. And I've seen a couple of videos on YouTube about them. The, the, if, if that's the, the, the sooner you do this kind of stuff, buddy, the sooner you're going to spare yourself the headache of having your YouTube canceled. Yeah, you're right. I've seen a lot of creators do that. They have their own streaming video platform. Temcast IRL. Uh, Mug Club, um, that's on top of my list. I can think of a third mon monetizing that is, is better. It's going to make a lot of money. Yeah. Infowars is another one from, 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 from uh, Joe Rogan as well. No, Joe Rogan, not so much. I mean, he, he signed a deal with Spotify. And yeah. He got a deal with Spotify. <clears throat> yeah, but he's also getting paid 200 billion. So, you know. 200 million. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, big money in the market these days, and a lot of people just get it. Do you do a Patreon? No, I don't do any exclusive thing. Voice crack right there. <laughs> I don't do a lot of this. <laughs> Told you. Not what you were in. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Keep it in. I mean, I have the YouTube joining thing, but it's not 100%. You getting the profits? You're gonna so, get like forty uh, percent, I guess. Or 50%. why don't you do uh, uh, the Patreon thing? I feel like uh, taking people's money will just make me more lazy. To be honest, I know myself. Uh, I want to work for that. I want one day that if I'm taking money from people, I'm providing something that's not being provided in my YouTube channel. I don't think you should think about it that way. I think you have a fan base and people care about your content and they want to support their creator. They do. They do. You're right. But um, I just feel like I, 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 I don't want to take something for nothing. You're, I mean, it's not nothing. I mean, you're investing your time to make that content. You're putting a lot of smiles on people's faces. It is. It is. Well, if I'm doing that, then I'm taking 
to ad revenue. I, I never understood how crowdfunding uh, psychologically works. I'm very complicated in that. Okay. Yeah, I cannot accept. As I said, just taking money for living life. Nah, I'll do my like. I'll I'll provide a service. So I'll would, do something. I'll sell a product. Would you sell a product? You would do brand deals, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like that's the way that I want to live life because it will open something in my life and in my mind. If I started crowdfunding, just sitting and getting money from people, that might change who I essentially am. You make a very interesting point. Um, I'm trying to remember the creator. Uh, he used to do those vlogs. Casey Neistat. Yeah, beautiful creator. He he once said that he didn't want to turn on the the monetize button. Wow. Because he was worried it would affect his vlogs. It would affect how he would produce that content. And wow. he said he turned it on once, and for that first month he made 4K. Second month he made 8K. Third month he made 16K. And I think he said by the time it hit 16K, it, he felt it was immoral. <laughs> <laughs> immoral <laughs> to turn it off. <laughs> to he's, turn it off. Yeah, he said it, it, <laughs> he's leaving so much money on the table. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nah. Interesting way of looking at life, isn't it? Yeah, it is very interesting. It's uh, yeah because there are I've read that there are four motivators in life. It's either fear, desire, or love or duty. Okay. Fear is when you're afraid to lose something or not having something, so you work to get it. Desire is you just want it. But duty is knowing that you're gonna do some. You're gonna be the right man at the right place at the right time to do something right. That's duty. And love is love. You know you want something to grow, to prosper. Um, I guess Casey and I said, and his idea was filled with love. Mm. He, he loved the content that he created and he didn't want desire to be in it, the desire for money. But what he said, it's immoral to close it, was because he knew it's a duty, you gotta get paid for it, yeah. I I like how you did that mental gymnastics to justify that right there. <laughs> yeah, I, got, I have to. <laughs> I have to justify everything if I you, if, you, if you turn on that Patreon account, is that how you're going to work it as well? Gonna, of course. You're going to kill I will find something. Yes, yes, yes. I maybe did that right now. Exactly. Right? You're like, no duty and love. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's my duty to have that turned on. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's duty and love. This money is love and duty. It's... Yeah, I, I get it. I, love I get it. it. I get it. And my, it might help uh, somehow to sustain a, a very effective lifestyle mm. that will produce a very, like a very wanted content. Some people have noticed that in parts of my life, I've done content that was filled with desire. I worked in a week to create a month's long content so three videos a day but i was sitting not doing anything and these videos were the the point of them were was to, st to test the algorithm if it uh awards or rewards uh, more uploads and it didn't but the other desire was that if i upload more i would get more more money but the videos were shit they were disgusting and but i did it I had a motivation of getting more. So here in that part, money came in. 
as something, but it wasn't money. I should have stuck to creating things that I love, videos that I love, but I lost my way at a certain point because of uh, who I associated with, what they talked about. And uh, yeah, my, my mentality and life changed. And um, I believe in the words that says you are the total sum of the five people you surround yourself with. Sure, you're the average of your, of your four friends. Yeah, I four get that. Four friends, how, what you think about, well, yeah. So I was around people that talked about things that might have not been me, but the more they talk about it, it becomes something core inside of me. I want to try it. So they were talking about Sayed. Hmm. If you don't know Sayed. I don't know any of this stuff. He is a, he's the biggest Bahraini creator for gaming. Okay. See, I'll believe you instantly. <laughs> there was no pushback on my end. <laughs> you just said that. I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. He is one of the biggest. Like, not one. He is number one. Nobody has the subscribers he has. Nobody reached the level of views and recognition he had. Not in Bahrain. He's famous in Iraq and Saudi Arabia. Mm. But the amount of hard work that you see in that man. That was inspired me to do because he uploads five videos a day. Every single video is different from it. Five videos a day? Five videos a day. One's is a reaction video. The others is a kid's game. The other is uh, maybe teen's game. Another teen game. Uh, How many game. minutes we're talking about per video, roughly? 30 minutes. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. He, he has a very engaging personality for children. So if a child watches a video a full video. YouTube loves retention. So yeah, you, me and you cannot watch his videos. They're impossible to watch. It's like watching a kid's show. But the hard work that he was putting in inspired me to do the same thing. But I never targeted uh, the audience or the persona that he is doing. That's, that's what I'm trying to All point out. All on the same channel? No, he had three channels. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, one channel, three videos, the other one, the other one. They're all blown up, and uh, his personality is very uh, high energy, high high tone of voice. And when you, uh, of course, he's not that in real life. Of course, this is a personality. He must be burnt out. Oh my God, I, I, I can't I imagine. Think, I think he has a very, very great understanding of himself, and his mm, the hours I've heard in a book of time management is to know the time of day where your body has the most energy and is ready to be used. I think he has that cracked down. I, you know, that's, that's all fine and dandy, but from a creator standpoint, as we both know, to, to the setup alone takes a lot of energy out of you, right? And then just having, making sure, so if you're doing five videos a day and if he's optimizing it and, and for each set or for each place, he has the cameras already ready. Everything is done. Everything is recording. Everything is like data management is all okay. Just from the back end of it, looking to it, God. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah. because think about your own circumstances. How much require, how much of, of your time is spent doing the content? And how much is it from the back end and the, and, and the setup? Well, the back end of the setup, I feel like it's just a one-time thing. You put if in work. you're in the same location. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of his content is just same location. Okay, and if it's the same camera angles, yeah, then then it's set up. It's mass produced. Yeah, his content is a mass production. Yeah, 
It's not, uh, and he does uh, flip it over. So why did I bring him up? I brought him up to talk stay about hard work. No, and, number one YouTuber, biggest one in the Middle East, uh, Ira biggest one in Iraq. Biden. I think you mentioned in Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I wanted to pinpoint that uh, he was a big talk in the group of people that I was with. They were talking about him. So eventually, my personality loves to find. And maybe a lot of people will find some relative things to what I'm about to say. That we, I love to find success and how it's happening. So I deciphered it and found out that it's not that simple to decipher other people's successes to simple actions. You can't duplicate it like that. Yeah. Right. So I tried to and please don't duplicate other people instantly. Yeah, yeah. There, there's that saying, right? I forgot who it's by, and it goes: whenever you're, whenever you're copying something, you're, you're then a copy of a copy, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Because whoever's, whoever's doing that thing, it isn't wholly original. Oh, He's yeah. already taking someone else's format, changing it. And then making it work for whatever he's doing. You're you're skipping that skip. Instead of taking that content, changing it, you're just saying, oh, fuck it, I'll just do that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's done a lot of work that you didn't do. Exactly. Right, right, right. Copying is, is everywhere. Everybody copies everybody, but... It's inspiration. It's inspiration. It needs a lot of steps in it to, to make it efficient for you. It's that What works for him is not going to work for uh, someone else. So, yeah. What do you want to unsolve? What truth? I don't know, dude. So the whole concept behind it was to do like karmic give, give back on to get people on and asking them how they got, look out where they are in life, what kind of advice they can give to the next person. And more importantly, just to have a, to have like a discussion, right? Right. right and I enjoy right. learning about people and enjoy, you know, amazing. Yeah. Making Love. people who, who actually do things because there's so many people in the world who are just robots who just, yeah. Live it's in their own and, like, uh, it's, it's uh it's um they call them npcs yeah. nowadays yeah they do yeah. Uh, I, they they're joking about it but it's real a lot of people are but you cannot just say they're npcs and um take away their humanity yeah, yeah. they already have a humanity they are intelligent they have personalities of their own but what they do in most of their time considers them an npc they work in a some type of uncreative manner they disregard uh, their creative manner and they don't and ignite it to do something. I would take it a step further. I, I would say that, that most people day to day that I meet or talk to, they only regurgitate information. Regurgitate? What the information. hell is that word? <laughs> <laughs> they take it and then say it again? So, so they just, they heard someone something, they heard someone say something and they just accept it. Oh, wow. Yeah, no questioning, no, how would that affect me? What, what's the agenda? Yeah, exactly. They're not like going like, hmm, is that true? Am, am, is that okay? They're just saying like, oh, okay, whatever, sure. And then they repeat that lie, like, <laughs> to ad infinitum. Yeah, just into infinity. They just... <laughs> they do. A lot of people do that. And, and um, I feel like a lot of people now live on terms of services of other companies. The real life of people now are just terms of services of Twitter. People can't say shit in real life because they couldn't say it in Twitter. And because they spend a lot of time in Twitter, their life is like that. It's called peacocking. Peak? Peacocking. 
that's real that's something yeah. real what, what is it so, does it you mean know, like, the same thing like the bird with the peacock right the feathers okay so so in order to initialize them to the group they want to show to the rest of that group hey i think the same things that you think Whoa. right so it causes like this group acceptance kind of situation and that's why people get upset when you when you say to people twitter is in a real place it's not. It's not a real place. It's not a real place. It's but, a place governed by terms of services. That's not real. People just accept it. I mean, there's that. And there's a more scary thing, which, which I mean, this sounds like conspiracy theory, but, well, this is our show and I believe in the shit. Uh, I think that most comments that you read are bots. Wow. I don't believe that, like, some of the comments I'm reading, it doesn't matter on what platform, be it from Instagram to YouTube, I look at it and I go, oh. This, I mean, that's not a real person, but maybe it's information. Maybe it's an NPC. NPC. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. They, serve a, they serve a service. They, they're doing something. I guess. I guess. But like when I, when, I, when I read comments, like it's like, I don't know, some family vacation. And I just read something like, that's a beautiful road. I go, you're not real. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, I don't know. There's there's big parts of that, and especially on Twitter, you you find like like this regurgitation of information, and it could be like like whatever political thing happened, people will then uh, just regurgitate something else and be like, oh, but what aboutism? You know, who starts it? In what sense? Like who starts what evokes humans and captures their uh, sense of meaning and importance? Because Good question. It's a very hard question. Well, it's nature versus nurture versus culture, right? Mm. I think that's 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 how you build up your 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 personality. It's about who you're born to, what your environment makes you, and then finally, like environment nowadays is just gone. Okay, people have core beliefs of themselves, sure, and how they live life, but then they are so into another culture and how that culture thinks and how it works and that they are not into their culture anymore is it disappeared okay our culture to be honest bahrain's culture has disappeared okay i mean everybody in bahrain you're not wearing a thobe right neither am i, I we're talking wear, in english I, right <laughs> it's because well these are part of our jobs that we have to do but yeah but we have goals behind that we want to reach a broader audience you know it's it's beautiful but they do it because it's it's the norm it's it's hip how about we make a deal? How about we make a deal between the two of us? I'll spend a, a, a month only wearing thobe for my content. You have to spend a month only wearing a thobe for your content. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's perfect. Yeah? That's a since, challenge. Since we're talking shit about our cultures. Let's say. No, I'm not talking shit about a culture. Come on. Yeah. Our culture Come on, we're is saying beautiful. We're, it's disappearing. It's, it's disappearing, not because of what its nature is. I'm not saying it's boring. I'm saying that uh, content and and... and and social media has provoked other cultures to be the right culture, the sure. beautiful one. But we're not doing anything to change it either. We can't. <laughs> we, we can. We can wear thobes at least, right? We, we can <laughs> give it. We can try at least wearing, something. Wearing thobes will not change anything. It's, I mean, you don't know. A thobe is not. It's, it's, it's just uh, an image of the culture. Anybody can wear a thobe and be sick and be a school shooter wearing a thobe. Okay. That's yeah. wild. I like yeah. how you meant that mental gymnastics. 
<laughs> That's impressive. I'm just talking about content creation that we're we're doing like we're our bids are like super westernized based on our setup, our sets, our clothing. I'm just saying, you know what? Mix a little bit of our culture in. It's worth oh my god. <laughs> it will it will feel different. It will feel for you that's it's it's it will for the spark audience, something. I think. Yeah, I think for yeah. the audience. For the audience, my audience loved when I wore a thobe. So there we go. In the beginning, I only wore a thobe, and at, before every bit that I started, I used to say a prayer. Mm-hmm. It was very religious because I was religious, I guess, or let's say strict. Not very religious, but strict in some places. Had psychological boundaries. And what about now? Where where do you sit with religion? Um, I respect it very, very, very much. Mm-hmm. I love how it changed our way. I'm a Muslim, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to go deep in what I believe in, what I do. Like, I cannot put religion in everything I do. I. But by the way, I'm going to talk a little shit about religion. Um, I don't know if that's... Uh, nah, it's not try it, shit and shit. I met this one lady. She's a Muslim, and she's not Sunni or Shia. She's this weird, like, subsect. Oh, right. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them, and and we were talking, and I was like saying, so what is the difference in like your religion of Islam? She's like, we're living in our religion, um, in our Islam. Sorry, she said, we're living already at the end times, and I was like, wait, what? She's like, yeah, like the the it's already it's it's already past the end. Oh, past the end. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait that's a minute. What, that's what I would look at her. I was like, so what's what? And she was like, there's no salvation. <laughs> that's exactly the look I had. What? And she was, she was like explaining it to me. Like, like she was like saying like, this is Jahannam. Oh my, oh God, this is a rap song. Right? I was like, Jahannam means, means hell. Uh, so, so she was like, she was like, so I was like, well, then what's, What's the point of your religion then? If you really think that you're in hell, where are you going? Where are you, what What are you talking about? What is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, and she's it. like, oh, um, and she's like, no, it's like, it's like, about, so it's it, the whole our practice of our religion is like to get forgiveness to get out of hell. And I was like, I don't think that that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Like that's a very new Islam. Yeah, she was like, I, I was, it was the most fascinating three hours I've ever had talking about religion. It was fascinating. Wow. No, I, that's that's crazy. I I can't believe that because Islam, like a religion that shouldn't be, the 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 whole concept and and belief of Islam is not tampered with. It's a very strong religion. But you look at subcategories, and there's a lot, and every single one does. There's the Moroccan king, or he's a minister, or a king. He sits in a mosque with all that smoke. I don't know what they're burning. I hope it's not drugs. Yeah. But it's so burning, and everybody's wearing, like, KKK clothes. It's, all right. It looks like KKK, but it's not. But, like, they're sitting like that. I think they do They're representing. They're... <laughs> It's nuts. And there's a subcategory that moves. They dance and run and in circles. They like channel an energy. But then there's Sunnis and Shias. They just stand in the mosque, do some push-ups and all that, and they walk home. (laughs) You know, it is exercise, by the way. Like, there is a very beneficial uh, exercise in praying. I, I totally agree, but I think I think I don't think this is this is too radical out there. But I think we need to redesign mosques in the sense that there need to be more padding on the floor. 
Oh yes, healthy mosques. Right. I think they're. I'm up I, for that. Yeah. I think a lot of people are going to be with me. I think a lot of, especially elder men now, or so much, not so much from the women, but more elder men have destroyed knees because of bad because of prayer yeah, and because, because of prayer in bad places. And they're just on hard floor. Yep, that's and bad. I I think I think that's I think that's safe. I think that's <laughs> that's, that's safe, safe to say. That's safe to say, and it's. It will advance humans to to prosperity, to greatness. Yeah, I don't think anywhere in Islam it says you have to like destroy your knees for for a prayer. No, it actually <laughs> says don't throw yourself in bad situations. Right, and so I th I think there's there's truth to that, and and plus, I mean, in the originality of Islam, when you go hmm. back into history, right, there wasn't a lot of concrete of floors. With sand. With sand, right? And sand is very pressure. Personal. Yeah, it takes the pressure. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. Maybe that's what they should do. Turn the inside of a mosque into like like a sandpit. That sounds well, offensive. That's like <laughs> no, that'll be a, that's never gonna happen. But I, I think I mean you know keep it original, keep it OG. <laughs> no, that's, well look, it, look, I'm not gonna say it's never gonna happen, but maybe one day they discover a technology that's not sand, but a carpet underneath it, like you know bean bags. Sure. Some beanbag technology that just takes the pressure. Okay, yeah, they will do that. But sure. putting sand, no, people don't want sand on their heads when they're praying in the hands. You know what I'm saying? Like, put sand and then the carpet on top of it. Fix yeah. it. The there yeah, you that's go. It. That's, <laughs> it. that's <laughs> it. That's <laughs> it. We saw yeah. it. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> or but just wrap it in like plastic. I think uh, mosques these days are just monumental places that they don't care about uh, the health of the. Okay, they got ACs, they got a little bit of fridge there for water if you're dehydrated. But there's no science that is because science. When you said it, you said I don't want to be too radical, or it's not too radical. But to them, it is radical. I don't think it's radical to say. I, I mean, maybe there. We have to get a mom on the show and, and ask them about it <laughs> and be like, Yo, what do you think about the whole idea of, of putting some padding maybe on the floor? What do you think about that? That would be awesome. Yeah, I would really love to hear his answer. I'm sure some of moms will be like, No, you know. <laughs> yeah. There, there's there's sadly in any society it doesn't even matter so much religion there's in any society a lot of pushback for innovation mm -hmm. you know a lot of people will be like this is culturally this is how my dad did it this is how my granddad did it and so mm -hmm. we're gonna do it this way yeah yeah innovation is, is is scary to a lot of people because it it takes them to a new um uh to a new thought of, or thought pattern that they will all feel like Every single person that went to the mosque and now the whole mosque has changed. They will all feel the change. They will all have some will have uh, jokes about them and some will disagree with this. And oh, I want the hard floor. I don't want this. And it, it will rile up some things that that's what people are scared of. I agree. I agree. I agree. People are not talking right now. Keep it that way. I agree. That's it. I agree. I think that's how that's how you end up with subdivisions of religion. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> There'll be a new branch of Islam where they're like, yeah, we put like sand in our mosques. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Fuck, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, uh, the problem is with uh, I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. The pl the problem with society is there is a lot of uh, if, if we're talking about that. I've seen a lot when of. When you say topics like these, I, I feel like we gotta we gotta be like in Amsterdam or something, like smoking a joint. Like when you, yeah, when you start yeah, topics yeah. like you know the sure. problems of society. One day, one day, <laughs> yeah. The problem of society is this: there is a lot of in, in our, our world. There's a lot of gay people. 
Okay. Pedophiles. Okay. They, I like how you're putting those two people together. I don't think those two people <laughs> would agree to be no. in the same boat. <laughs> no, 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 no. But look, pedophiles, they, in, in, in society and TikTok nowadays, I've seen, I swear to God. Okay. I swear to God. I've seen content. Okay. That. I'm hooked. Tell me. Content that shows that there are pedophiles in society. What? Okay. What? Yeah. What, in what context are you talking so, like he's like a do- dude who's pretending to be a girl and trying to like get some pedophiles show up or what are you talking about? No, 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 not, not trapping pedophiles. I'm talking okay. about plain and simple ped- pedophilic um, arousing yeah. content. Who, who did that TV show to catch a predator? To catch a predator, Chris Hansen. Well, Chris Hansen, my God, you both. <laughs> he's insane. <laughs> Amazing guy. You guys had it both like at the top of your lips. You guys didn't even have to talk about it. You guys were like, Chris Hansen. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I love this guy. I watch him a lot because uh, I know that he, what he does is just showing you the tip of the iceberg of how really there's a lot of them. You don't think it's concerning that you're following up after content for pedophiles? <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's concerning because of how my... My Sorry, that was a dick pay. move for me. <laughs> okay, it was already in the back of my head that you're gonna say that, but it's it's so it's good. That it's you're like saying. a dude who's like who's like who's like way into like like gay stuff, <laughs> <laughs> but he's the straightest in the group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But he knows everything about gays. <laughs> Let me tell you about these pedophiles and what they do. <laughs> Well, okay, let me tell you about the pedal. <laughs> what do you do? So what? Um, I will get content of like um, uh, India and Bangladesh. I swear to God. It's not working better, but go on. Of kids uh, putting on makeup and dancing in very provocative moves. And these people will throw money on them like strippers. And I've heard and I've seen a documentary about the boys of Afghanistan. Very sad documentary. About fix your mic, by the way. Of yeah, of pedophilia in Afghanistan, it's they get kids become sex workers in a way. Okay, and um, that's way off topic. Social media right now, there are posts on TikTok, especially that show a lot of commenters and the actual publisher of the content. That hey, look at me, I'm a pedophile. What are you going to do about it? Okay, what you're talking about did, did actually happen. By the way, for the audience, can look this up. Uh, on YouTube, there was a whole pedophile cult that were trading like pictures and videos and stuff like that through YouTube um, comments. So oh, they wow. would like go like to like family videos and stuff like that. We do like creepy shit. Like, I mean, it's oh just, my I don't God. know what the right term is. It's not just creepy. I mean, it is fucking monstrous is the only it way. Is. Putting it is. It is monstrous, but they are very provoking and by the way you're my favorite guest ever oh thank you bro you're, because i so far have not been comfortable enough with any guests that we can be like let's talk about these pedophiles <laughs> why not they are real dangerous like they are real you, no i don't think i mean most pedophiles are your uncle your brother your dad <laughs> okay that ha- look that's the truth son that <laughs> is it is the truth our cousins and all that and yeah but well, they 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 change uh, an aspect in your mind. It's like oh, people just want that, and people just think about that, and that's what they want. And it's, what you're saying that TikTok is programming people to be pedophiles? Is that what you're saying? No, what I'm saying is TikTok uh, allow. That's allow, hearsay. You could get sued for that statement. <laughs> no, I don't want to get sued. But 
TikTok is promoting and I've seen it and, I, and, and whenever I see a video, I go to the comments because as long as the video pops up, I'm like, yeah, this is a provoking pedophilic video. I go to the comments, I see videos of actual pedophiles. So what are you typing in to find that kind of stuff? I don't type. <laughs> they come up to what? I was the crying. crazy part is that they came up in the For You page. Okay. And hundreds of thousands of likes. Yeah. And I'm like, why are they liking this stuff? It's not like they, there's talent. Okay. And you were like, let me check out those comments. It's not. Yeah. No, I, yeah. Oh. I check comments because I want to see. There's a lot of people who are like, hey, where is God? Fear God. This is bad. But you're not doing anything. What are you talking about? I've what like I've never ever like seen comments. Well, hardly like let's say a, one in a hundred that says something like "Oh, fear God" and "This is bad" and this kind of stuff. Oh, Most of them is just bots saying "Beautiful, great day." Only, here. only on really really edgy stuff like this. Okay, you will find people that their sense of religion and fear of God will work. Okay. But if it is a a woman twerking, yeah, I mean, this is my thing. Oh, every time it doesn't matter. What, not I'm not Bye. just saying it to you. I'm saying it to anyone who who puts a comment that is that is like fear of God, fear this, bad, blah blah blah. I always think to myself, even if it's a positive comment, I always mm. think to mm. myself, we should the It's right. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I get By the it. way, that's not great for the audience of ours since we want that to comment. <laughs> but but per, on a personal level, when I see this kind of things, so I always think. So I'm scared of one thing that in my lifetime I will see a parade of fucking pedophiles running in the streets of America. That's what I'm scared what? about. Yes. Where is this coming from? No, no, no. That's that's coming from actual fear and anxiety about. I've sexuality. talked about people's comments and now you're bringing because I want to close that like, I, I, this, is, this is my closing this is what by I'm the way, afraid can of you, can you look this up we, we can get you an ID card afterwards this is this will be my gift for you uh, uh, adults for love children or something like that they had a membership card <laughs> for real yeah for real for real oh, I mean I'm destroying now my, my search <laughs> I'm going to be flagged for life but we can look Oh my god. Can you type in society Whoa. Or, or gang? Pedo help. <laughs> oh my god. I've I've heard of a uh, of a, a uh, it's called nah, I, Can you I, I look can't at image? It. Oh god. I'm, I feel like we're going to get to a date. <laughs> this is weird. There was like a shit there was like a membership. There was like there was like a, 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 what was oh, it? Oh hell no. No, no, go up to search engine. Don't go too far down, son. I'll get you one as a membership card. You can keep it with you. There it is. There it is. Wait a minute. <laughs> I've never been so excited. <laughs> Don't fucking go there. Let's <laughs> bastard. No, We're no, We're going to be no. tracked by FBI. No, no, no. Go, go back to Google search images. I want to show them the card. Is that one the second go one? Go images. Yeah, you'll see the... They have a membership card. There it is. There it is. <laughs> they got one from Michael Jackson. That's too far, bro. That one is from Red Letter Media, Rich Evans. <laughs> he really got that or is this a joke no this is a joke I'll make one for you as well <laughs> no <laughs> you know what no thank you <laughs> imagine you get into a car accident you're in a hospital <laughs> <laughs> you know we gotta delete this guy <laughs> the, we've got a member who's a, the North American members what, what, how does it how does the rest of it go North, North American, American members North boy love members. association <laughs> Ma North American Man Boy Love Association. Oh, Something fuck like me. That. that is amazing. <laughs> that is so amazing. Oh. So, so if this got founded in 1974, and I said I wanted to close that, but what really scares me is a, is a society that is very lustful.
that they don't understand. If they already have memberships on. No, this is not working. <laughs> you worried now. about parade? They've already got a membership. They're not working now. Of course they are. Their history. They're not. No, no, no. Yeah, they just have a different name now. Oh yeah, if you yeah. They just didn't make it so obvious. Oh fuck! Really? This is the, the most fucked up thing about. All right, you got it at eighteen. That's that sounds really even. That is nice. It's like okay, eighteen. Now a person decides that he will decide for himself. Dan, who's that comedian? Andrew Schultz, I think his name is. He makes a fucking great joke, and he says um, that gay guys, gay gay guys get that. If gay guys have a chance to get that. That sacredness, that sacred, uh, 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 that's that sacred gay, uh, that sacred child dick. Says if you're gay, fifteen, you have sex with other kids. I'll get out. That's over. That's fine. I, I was like, that's so fucked up as like a thought to have what? in your head to be like, hmm, how can I make this work as a joke? Oh yeah, when they're also kids, they can have that holy grail of that. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> <laughs> only if they were kids. Yeah, they could and I was get like, that. they could have that that boy pussy. <laughs> if you're 13, you have sex with a 12 year old. That's the only way you're gonna get. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's right. Yeah, he's right. He's right. Yeah. So we're gonna see you on that parade, huh? Yeah, I will be there with the, with a machine gun. Fuck you know, man. This is this has been this is fun. <laughs> It is fun. It's just fun, but it's it's. So, where does this fear of pedophiles come from? Because I've been touched before. Okay, in a good way or the bad way? No, of course, in a bad way. Okay, it could be a woman. I don't know. Oh yeah, I've always thought about that. Because nobody talks like nobody talks shit if it's like a thirty-year-old girl with a fifteen-year-old like boy. The kid is the kid liked it. I mean, they high-five them. Like the dad will be like. (laughs) <laughs> Wait a fucking minute! No, no, the dad will not be like that. Of course, only if the kid, only if the kid. I've heard stories that when kids actually pursue older women. I've heard that, and like of what the age now? We're, we're talking about like 15, twenty year old. 16. With with twenty year olds, with eighteen year olds. With that's not that much of a dip between fifteen to eighteen. That's four years, son. It is three years. Sorry, yeah, my math really fucked up there. It is, but they're still considered on. Unwell, like they're not well. They cannot do things well. They have, they do a lot of mistakes. They're kids. Kids are very courageous, very you know out there. What are there. you talking about, son? It's sixteen. You're fucking in the U.S. You're nah, in the military. Well, not nah, sixteen. Well, you can join the military at sixteen. Yeah. Well, really? Uh, can you double check that, nah, Danny nah, boy? Nah, nah. You used to be able to uh, until the Second World War. Until the Second World War, in in subscription as it in World Wars, you can go. To- Young but 14. They, changed, they changed it for a reason. They knew that 14 and 15 and 16 and 17. All right, 17, you're getting close. But there is that period that needs growth. It needs um, not lust and, and, and sex. What I mean, I don't know where, where, where this is coming from. It's but coming it, from a bad experience. I understand you. that from you personally. We can get into that in a second. But the reason I'm asking where is this coming from, because we're talking about less than 100, and, less than what? No, even f- less than f- six, seventy years ago, there was no such thing as 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 a, 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 a children's hospital. Less than what do you mean? There's a children's hospital from when I was a kid. Less than nineteen fifty. Like, oh, nineteen fifty. Okay, <laughs> seventy years ago, roughly, there was no such 70. thing. Seventy years ago, there was no such thing as children's hospitals. Before the nineteen twenties, there was no such thing as childhood. 
What? Yes. People were expecting, like, the moment you hit five, you were out with your dad learning a job. What do you think wow. chimney scrapers were? They were old shit kids who were like eight and nine who were big enough to fit in a chimney. Yeah, I heard you, about them. You look at me like like I'm telling you like new information. It, it is new, yeah. Two, less than uh, 2,000 years ago, uh, it, you were expected to be in your first war by the time you were 14. Heard that. Yeah. So. Well, I... I How, what is a child? I don't a, know. A child is... As a, as a human being with a neocortex that is not able to sit, spot, and understand thought patterns and how life goes. So like a three-year-old? Sometimes even more than that. Just I believe when I was 14, 15, I did not have the audacity and the power to understand what is life. If we go to untouched civilizations, right, by the time the kid is like eight years old, they're helping out in the community. They're doing work. That's eye-opening. <laughs> Why did he say it in such a weird way? <laughs> no, no, that's eye-opening because nowadays, well, if you compare eight-year-olds then, and they, they say that. But eight eight-year-olds today. It's just, different. Just in a different part of the world. It's like lazy and not Sure, yeah. I mean, you have an eight-year-old who's, who's got an iPhone and is going home and doing shit, and then you've got another eight-year-old in somewhere in South America, untouched by society, by civilization, who's out there hunting. Hunting and gathering cocoa. I heard, I heard I don't nowadays. know if they're having cocoa. In Africa. In Africa, they have... Uh, I don't know about that either. I don't know there's a lot of child labor, let's just say that. But it's not child labor for them. It's just labor. <laughs> they don't make a distinction. Well, yeah. But it's it's a title. It's like calling a book a book. No, dude, come on. Even a child our, is a child. Go back in your own like like family lineage or mine or yours. But by our grandfathers, they had like eight to nine kids because they knew that more than a half of them would die. Whoa, from sicknesses and illnesses. Yeah, what are you talking about? Everyone in the Middle East, if we go back three generations, were bedus. Bedus, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, what? There, there was no electricity until the 1940s here in Saudi Arabia, 1930s. Wow. It's only because of Minik Faisal after um, 1970s when yeah, the oil I heard, price I heard shot the, up. The first car that came in Saudi Arabia, people looked at it and then saw the sheikh coming out of it. And they're like, they always put food in front of... Uh, the, the horse. Yeah, they put the food. I forgot what the, the feed is called in Arabic. They put it in front of the car. It's, yeah, it's... Can you, so people... Yeah, can you pass me my phone? Sorry to interrupt you. I want to show our guest a, a picture. I'll load it up in the description or we'll add it in. They post. got it on a picture, but that's amazing. I'll show you a picture right here. Thanks, Dad. Here, let me show you something. Um, this is my great-grandfather... Is he it? No, this is your great grandfather. This is my great grandfather. So this is this the, is the, this this the is father of your grandfather. Yeah, this is a man who, in his lifetime, shot at an aircraft with a bow and arrow. Oh no, it was actually with a with a flint, like it was like one of those like flint guns. He shot at a plane, thinking it's something to eat. In his lifetime, rode on an airplane. Can okay. you imagine how much of like a, like a, a shift that is from from Big. Your, your your mental like everything in the world has suddenly gone flipped. You went from a place of hunting and gathering to suddenly you are in an air in the aircraft. Big, yeah, big changes. So these big changes are nice if they're done in the 
right frequency, you know? Okay. Yeah. I mean, it, not, you don't get to choose often the frequency of the society. It gets up on you. Yes. You're right about that. And you if we don't get to choose that. Habib, if we didn't have oil here in the Middle East, we would be no better off than any other uh, uh, South American country or uh, 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 Sub-Saharan Africa. It's well, only because of yeah, that exploded oil. Of the oil. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only reason the rest of the world even gave us anything. But the future is going to be very hard for oil. It's going to be expensive and electric calls will rule the world. That's why you got to buy some lucid stocks right now. All right. Interesting. Where this come from? Lucid is coming from like... No, where is this mentality coming from? Well, I love investing and I think that um, fuel is going to end one day. All right. And uh, I'm going to make a title of you, by the way. I'm going to have like, loves investing, hates pedophiles. <laughs> great. That's a great thing. Yeah. Loves investing. So at the time where people realize just these big guys will sit together and realize, oh God, this is going to end. What is going to end? The fuel, the energy that burns and moves magnets and whatever to create electricity. All right. That's not how that works, but go on. There are things about magnets, but... <laughs> There are things that work. It creates with a magnetic field. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm but saying. there's that no magnets involved. <laughs> no way. No, there is magnets. No, no so okay. It's a turbine that gets that gets spinned. What happens is that they burn the fuel, right? And that it gets creates spent. heat. It turns the the fan, which is called kinetic energy, into electric energy, which then gets powered into a power station. That's Word. how that process works. Word. Okay, maybe magnetic field is magnets. When the turns, yeah, it's a coil that turns. Quiet yes, it creates electric energy. Wait, wait. In order for it to create electric energy, it needs to be in a magnetic field. Ah. There magnets and which create electricity. What was that word? There used to be magnets. There needs to be magnets to create electricity. A coil needs to turn within the magnet. I won't believe that. Look that up, Lou. Look that up. I won't believe <laughs> okay, that. Okay, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let, look it up, because that, I won't believe that. I, I, I cannot believe that, that all electric stations use magnets. What? No, no, no. They need the field of magnets. Uh, oh, something for like that. coal you're talking about. You're talking about coal and gas. I can't imagine a nuclear power plant uses fucking uh, 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 magnets. <laughs> All right, what is this? Let's see it. Let's check it out. Uh, most, world, uh, most of the world's electric generators is from generators that are based on a scientific Michael Faraday's discovery in 1983. The moving magnet inside the coil of wire makes, it, or makes or inducts an electric current flow in the wire. Let's see that picture. Let's, 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 let's uh, look that up. That's very old, but... It shows, you, it shows you my ignorance of how electricity works, by the way. magnets or the wire Dude, I'm not going to believe any image that... Right, that, right, right. Well, it shows you I don't even have 8th grade science under my belt. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so what I'm saying is big people are going to sit, sit one day and be like, okay, fuel's going to end. Let's use all the fuel we have right now and create solar panels. That's the only way a human's going to survive. Every single pl power plant in the world is going to be sun. All right, the and first thing I'm going to do after the show is, is, is read up about how electric generators work. That's the first thing. Forget about it. You know right now. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read up all this shit. I'm going to be an expert after this. So buy Lucid stocks because Lucid is a company that's only $20 right now. And, and you're a main investor into it. You're, you're a part owner. I don't have any share. <laughs> okay, that's because good. Because I, I can't. Buy stocks that I don't believe in. <laughs> no, I 
believe in it, but I need a big sum or a beautiful sum to get in because a lot of fees are taken when you're trying to buy from brokers that buying $10 is not worth it. You don't have to buy through a broker. You can call an investment bank and make an account and then buy through that bank. Well, if they have the shares, uh, some of them give you the number, the, they call it the commodity or something like that. They, buy, they sell you the price of the share. You don't have an actual share. So if something happened at that company and the shares of that uh, Lucid went up, but the, the brokerage you bought or the investment bank or whatever you bought the commodities with is not trustworthy, your money's gone. Like crypto nowadays is a lot of scams and a lot of bad things are happening. You're mixing and matching things now. That's, those are two different animals. <laughs> they are, right. Okay. So yeah. What you're talking about does exist. There are, when you're talking about uh, uh, stocks that are in the market, a lot of them, although it is owned by X party, isn't registered in the market. I think the diff I think it's like, I think it's like 10% of shares aren't correctly allocated to mm -hmm. be precise, right? And that's just because of the, the, the system setup. Um, crypto, what you're talking about is a totally different animal because it obviously crypto works with that whole, you know, blockchain. Most crypto, I think, works with a blockchain, right, Dan? Am yeah, I correct? Yeah. Every crypto is a blockchain. Yeah. You wouldn't know. Okay. You're um, not, a, it's not like electricity. <laughs> like the whole, the whole, the whole thing in, in crypto is the blockchain is the new thing, but now it's happening to be, oh, we are faster. Okay. We are more secure. Every single new coin okay. that has a new blockchain, yeah. it says, now we're faster, we're secure and all that. It's just selling you to be the best new iPhone. It's like, it's just, you know, every year you have a new phone. Okay. Today, every day you have a new blockchain, okay. a new company, a new team that's working on a coin. And um, I'm scared for a lot of people that will invest in these small businesses right now. Like I've heard Syscoin, Kadena. You know what Sys means, right? Not S-I-S, S-Y-S. I was like, it's a coin for cisgendered men. I was like, yeah, okay. Cisgendered. Yeah. Oh, I heard about them in a TikTok video. There was a, a senator and a woman in front of the senator. And he said, he was asking her a very beautiful question. There are some transgender women, uh, transgender men. They cannot get pregnant. Wait, what? What You mean, you mean men? men who've turned women? You mean? Yeah, they cannot get pregnant. Okay. They yeah. can't. Physically, right? They can't. Okay. But I feel like he said that and she's, she uh, got very offended. Well, that's because you're, the assumption is then that any woman who can't give birth because of whatever medical condition isn't a woman then. That, oh, that's, wow. No, that, no, that, no, no. That's why people are pissed off by it. They're like saying, if you're designating a, a woman simply because the ability no, to give course. birth. That's fucked up. Then anyone who's had like cancer or anything like that, then they're not a woman anymore. That's not fun to say. Yeah, that's, that's not. That's why people no. are like weird about it. Hmm. That's what they're fighting for. Yes and, and no. I think it's it's a complicated issue. In, 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 because now the argument exists that men can get pregnant. How? It's as transgender woman. Yeah, it's transgender woman. Women who became men. Man, and then exactly, uh. exactly. It's, it's, it's so, it's a whole thing. It's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's because it's not correctly dealt with in society. Analytics and data now has become fucked up. It's very, it's very emotion driven. It's not statistic and science driven. It's very, 
Hey, why are you hating? Why are you hate, 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 hate? It's not, let's not you stop can't, hate. You can't, you can't go from, I'm going to be a jihadist and blow up a fucking <laughs> show and then be like, everything is hate-driven. You can't, be, sorry, son. It's no, either no. one or the other. Either you're like... <laughs> no, people are very concerned with hate. Well, they are very concerned with hate. And they don't hate us, don't hate us, all right? A lot of people will still hate you. A lot of people will still hate you for who you are simply because you're human. I think being. I think it's nice that somebody hates you. Yeah, well, it just shows you're loving. It shows, no, it shows that they care, right? The 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 opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is indifference. It's apathy. Apathy. What is apathy? Meaning you don't have a preference. You don't care. You have no oh. emotion. Mm. Right. Well, I I believe in the law of polarizations and the hermetic philosophies and love is opposite to hate. That's what I believe. And hate can be love. So so what what is it called then if you don't particularly like if I stuff love. So if I if I give you like an option between two bottled waters, right? From different brands, both of them you've never heard of. You wouldn't you would be indifferent to it, I'd assume, yeah. right? You yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. be like, nah, nah, give me that one. Right. You'd be like, well, whatever. Yeah. Just give me one of them. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So that's that's how I, like any every time you watch a YouTube video from a new creator, you're also like, sure, whatever, check him out. Yeah, but um, a lot of people may they express hate because um, I think hate comes from self. Uh, you're putting a lot on yourself, a lot of emotions and a lot of. Uh, aspirations that you want to get and then you're not getting them i feel like the most amounts of time i'm hating anyone is when i'm talking to customer service for my phone providing company i'm like hating that guy or that woman that's talking to me you're not doing what i'm telling you it's like hate hate hates demanding and all of that so um expressing hate should be very much uh, responsible you know for me I don't think of it so much like as hate. I think how how difficult are you making my life, right? If I'm be it full hmm. center, be whatever. And if you're going to make my life difficult, ooh boy, you believe me, <laughs> I'm going to be very difficult with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so uh, I I had recently my flight canceled. I can give you a perfect example. They canceled my flight. It was a connecting. It, it was I booked. The full flight through the same provider, Lufthansa. Fuck you guys. They <laughs> they canceled my connect my first flight to to Frankfurt, and then and then didn't cancel my flight from Frankfurt to Dubai. Right? Wow, that's crazy. And so I called them up, and I was like, "So, wh what's the situation?" They're like, "We can't book you for another week at all, wow. any flight." And I was like, "Okay, can you give, can I get a refund?" And they're like, yes and no, because we can only refund you the flight that's canceled. And I was like, so you expect me to somehow show up to Frankfurt? <laughs> I was in London at the time, like magic to somehow catch that flight. And she said to me, and I quote, sir, you should have read the terms and conditions before you booked it. And I was like, exactly. <laughs> I was like, deep breath, take I, it in. I was like, okay. I thought to myself, okay. 
okay, you bitch, we'll, we'll, we'll deal with this. And I said, listen, can you just go and check if there's any other potential way I can capture the flight, blah, blah, blah. So she said, okay, let me put you on hold. Well, she put me on hold. I went through every regulation, every law I can quickly search on Google, right? And then she came back on the phone and I said, you know what, dear, I really appreciate you giving me that great advice and looking at the terms and conditions because right here that I'm reading my terms and conditions, you canceled my flight seven days before the, the date because you canceled me on the date and you gave, I don't have a transfer for within two hours of my next flight. So you, uh, Lufthansa owes me uh, 400 BD. Lufthansa also owes me, according to the terms and conditions, my taxi fare between then and there, which was another 200 BD. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. You gotta put it a little up, right? And then I didn't mention that uh, that I live in London. So I said, Lufthansa also has to accommodate me for my hotel stay. Yo. Right? And she literally just paused there and said, let me speak to my manager. Really? <laughs> yeah. Why not? Of course, you have to tell her. So she talked to her manager. She comes back and says, yeah, um, it turns out that we, we can refund you for the full flight. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, because at that point, I was like, no, no, you've made my life difficult. Damn. And I really appreciate you giving me that advice to look at the terms and conditions. So I will be requiring also that external fee <laughs> associated with my delay. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. so now I have them on the hook for about 500 BD. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That, that's it, man, right? If, if, you gotta, if, you're gonna be, if they're going to be a dick to you, you got to just outdick them. But you outdick them with control. A lot of people will just be angry. And as soon as they hear you didn't read the terms of services, they close the phone and just accept defeat. Nah, dude. Nah. There's, no point, there's no point getting upset. You just got to be controlled. Mm-hmm. Look at your options and then go for the attack. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of people, um, a lot of people, a lot of people, man. I always talk about a lot of people. What am I really saying? Is everybody. Okay. They I have no flashes. idea what you're saying with that. <laughs> <laughs> they get these flashes of, uh, or bumps of uncontrolled emotions. And they just cannot hold it in. And they take it out on anything. And you know what anything is today? It's the social media. Interesting. Yeah. Go ahead and take it out on anybody you see. You'd be like, oh, what was, what's his problem? And the problem is, the real problem is when a content creator, as I was, not equipped emotionally to receive negative comments. I am so amazed that you say that because for me, I couldn't care less. Right. I couldn't care less. You, and, and, but a lot of people are not equipped i know a lot of people that are not equipped and have went to depression to anxiety to pills to doctors just because of a negative comment that is just text on pixel maybe you just tell them next time the same thing i tell people just be like you don't know if that's even a real person. How do you know you're not just being shotgunned by a... By a uh, uh, Why? They, they will have any excuse to feel bad. Why don't you do like tutorial videos and stuff like that? A lot of them online. Sure. But none of them have your twist and your style. I don't find style in... Oh, fuck. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right. I guess, well, helping people is very beautiful and very nice. Um, but it wasn't my brand. It would. It was never my intention to help people learn something in a very technical way. I want people to learn how to learn, but I will not teach them what to learn. So I will teach people like you got to have the enthusiasm to go ahead and be open That's to learn. That's very helpful. 
It's, it is. No, it isn't. <laughs> it isn't. It isn't. Imagine if, if, if you wanted to learn audio production, I would have told you, like, I'm like some audio guru. And I've been like, you just need the ability to learn, son. No, Go no, after no, it. No. You'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, yeah, but Imagine I, if they taught doctors that. <laughs> because I think I don't have a... Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Uh, the... the <laughs> We're not teaching. We're not teaching you anything about medicine. We're going to teach you how to learn. I think. I think. I really dislike giving knowledge or teaching people because the amounts of questions that I get afterwards will kill me. Wow. How would I do this? Oh wait. I Why do you have to respond to each one? Well, uh, I love to advance and be a better teacher. That's how I will be. That by actually caring about students and. Telling them every single piece of information I can make useful. And I don't want to go down that road. Very easy. You make that. Sip. You want your questions answered? No problem. Subscribe to our whatever. But Right. Again. And again. Well. Exactly. And then offer it as a course and then sell it online. And then you're oh, making money, son. I have a lot of ideas of courses in my head. But I So don't. do it. Start your channel. Start your website. Be like Andrew Tate. <laughs> Andrew Tate is a well, yeah. He's a he's he's making he's making good money at he's the moment. Good money. He's really fucking smart. He's so fucking smart. Yeah, yeah, he is, and I respect uh, what he does. No, I don't forget all that shit. I don't care about his content. Why I'm calling him smart is because he goes on meme pages, buys them, and then reposts his content. Meme pages. Those, those meme pages, because they have like huge audiences, right? It's, it's so he has this incredibly huge reach because he's just buying up these like like yeah 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 accounts that have accounts. reach yeah isn't that, that genius that's genius and i believe that there are music labels and a lot of people uh using people that have multiple not accounts. meme accounts but they call they're called music influencing accounts if you go on tiktok or instagram reels you'll find music short music videos with the lyrics typed in and there's effects and a little bit of the music video in the background but these videos blow up the original music more than just uploading it and distributing it well that's how old town road happened right yeah it did happen like that a lot of accounts just reposted it and dances you paid a lot of tiktok influencers to dance and well he was a kid in a bedroom that's how he produced that song old town road well wow. Isn't that amazing as a story? That's amazing, yeah. And it, he was so smart. He went on like forums and and um, and uh, like Reddit and stuff like that. And then he'd he'd purposely make fake accounts and write, "Hey, does anyone know the name of the song?" And then he would post. Wow, this, this is what I'm saying. This should be a skill that someone else's does for someone. Mm. I pay someone a thousand dollars. He will do the same thing. He will make. Uh, People do that. It just costs a lot more money than the thousand dollars. Yeah. It's like 10K maybe. Where are they? How do you pay them? How it's called PR agencies. PR agencies? Yeah. Personal relations? Yeah. They'll they'll sort all that stuff they out. They do the you. shit, huh? Yeah. Hmm. I never didn't know that. I thought it was it would be someone on Instagram. You go to their DMs and be like, hey. So I spoke to a guy on the show. Um, his name is George. He runs now Bahrain Magazine. And I asked him, I said, so how much of the newspaper that you read is actual physical news and how much of it is paid content. He said about 90 to 80% of what you read is actually paid content. It's either wow. from 
the company that wants a story highlighted or a competitor that wants to put down a company, right? And that blew my mind. That blew my mind. So I asked him, I said, how, what's the easiest way of getting like, like a story written about you in a big newspaper? He said, talk to their marketing department. <laughs> of the magazine. Of the newspaper, magazine, mm-hmm. whatever. And he used to work for The Guardian. So, wow. Take that with a grain of salt. Yeah. Wow. That blew my mind when he told me that. So controlled. Yeah. The content that we consume is so controlled. We have to be very considerate. So what's, what's the situation like with you now? So you're a YouTuber, you're a content creator. Do you see yourself more as a musician? Do you see yourself more as a, as a YouTuber? Well, of course, uh, YouTube started my career, ignited my uh, success. So I see myself as a YouTuber. And um, I really have the firm belief that whatever I put my mind to, I will learn and do, get the skills, and just do make a product. But there are things that I feel like uh, I don't want to do, like programming and coding and all that. I just don't want to do them. And I can say, yeah, I, I can't do them even if I learned because I did learn and I'm like, no, this is not something I can do. Do you do the edit yourself or do you hire someone outside uh, to do the edit? No, I do my edits by my own since the beginning. Then I had a friend that worked with me and it was a very bad managing part from my side. I didn't manage him correctly. And, but he was a very, 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 he knows if he hears me right now, he knows he's a very hardworking guy, disciplined. But I was in a very bad mindset and uh, I didn't manage him very well and I fired him twice. And then now I wish that he was still working for me because we were doing shit like real good. Okay. So um, I would love to have a person edit for me right now. Fiverr. Well, Fiverr, they don't edit in the way of the consumer of the Arab world. Okay. You can teach them how to do it. It's not going to be that easy. Everything that's worth doing isn't. One of my favorite sayings, if it's easy, do it easy. If it's hard, do it hard. Just get it done. You're that's fucking my... right. That's not wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite saying. Well, I will, I will eventually uh, succeed at doing those things, uh, getting myself an editor and having much time to create more content. You know, I would love to just go out and the video is edited by someone else. And these hours that I delegated to someone, I'm working on something else because I believe that's, that working is the only thing that gives uh, happiness or rest a taste. If I don't work, if I don't feel tired, if I don't give... Look at that quote. Look at that quote playing out. I like that. I yeah, like that. That's beautiful, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I love working. I hate just sitting down and not doing anything. I, I, it feels... A man needs purpose. And a man needs purpose. and needs it. Yeah. I'm with sure, you. Sure, sure. I'm with you. Uh, I, listen, I, I would still tell you, find an editor. If you're like most big YouTubers do this, or rather said most vloggers do this, they hire an editor that's in the opposite time zone as them. Mm. Meaning that when you're sleeping, they're waking up. So by the time that's that amazing. edit is done... <laughs> you're waking up do you get what i mean yeah so so that's the best way of doing it because you can spend the day then filming five four o'clock whenever you're done depending on when you start submit it to them the time they wake up they've got it they're ready yeah they edit it they send it to you by four or five o'clock that's by the time you wake up 
Yes, that's okay, but like you could just delay and send it to front one day. It's okay. It's a very nice concept for hard work. For vloggers. For consistency, yeah, for consistency. Very nice concept. That's, it works. That's how vloggers do it. Like Casey Neistat, although he, you know. He edits he, his own, right? After dark, before sleep, in the beginning. He's got a whole staff to do it. No, no, no. I believe he's a one-man army. No, he's not. Yes, no, he's not. Nah, nah, nah. Let's agree to disagree, bro. He is a one man. Can you type it in? Casey Neistat's editor? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He had one editor. Yeah, you're right. Or two. But like, <laughs> but, but he used to do it. He used to be a one man army before the editor. Before sure. he got that. Yeah, sure. That's, that's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah, you reminded okay. me of that guy. I remember him. Okay. He's Max something. He's a very nice editor, a very nice content creator. He made Peaches uh, by Justin Bieber with oranges. It's a joke, but he actually did make the beat with Orange. Mm. Yeah. A very nice editor, very nice content creator. So do you want to switch out from, from mostly gaming channel? Yeah, I, I, I'm not a mostly gaming channel. I started as a gaming channel and then I discovered there's challenges to do, funny challenges in front of people, like a bean boozle challenge. There was like beans mm. and the same color can have uh, two tastes, one as peach or a dog shit or something like that dog barf or something you're eating this it's just a game okay for people to enjoy it's a challenge so challenges were nice and vlogs were very uh quite hard yeah they are very hard to make a vlog like what's so interesting i just woke up what am i doing you have to find the interesting and the boring and then make your whole day surround that interesting thing yeah yeah that's the only way of making it work yep and that's the hardest part in, in vlogging. But in challenges and gaming videos, it's very straightforward. I'm doing a challenge. Here it is. I'm doing a video, a uh, gaming video. I'm playing a game. That's it. Do you want to, do you see yourself more like Hazenblatt? Has, hasn't, has, has, Hazan, I think his name is. He's a Twitch streamer. What does he do? Dan, Hazanblatt? Has, I think his name is Has. No, I don't like Twitch streams. Um, Hassan, I think his name is Hassan. Hassan Abi. Hassan Nabi, that's the one. Nah, this guy is political. No, I'm not that guy. His name is Hassan Nabi. It's with an N-A-B, I think. Yeah, that's the one. That's him. Hassan Nabi. No, nope, that's no. definitely not him. Hassan. <laughs> without the N, without the N. Hassan Abi. Yeah, that's that dude, yeah. He said some crazy shit. He said some crazy shit. He, he, what did he, he say? He said, um, um, it's good that 9-11 happened. U.S. deserved it while living in America. Why? <laughs> no way what? he said that. Yeah, he said that. Yeah. And he had to like go he, go and apologize for it and stuff like that. Yeah, he's, of course. Yeah. He's, he, uh, he said it. He meant it one day. Uh, no, I can. I don't consider myself a Twitch streamer. I love uh, the post the post processing of a of a content creation. I love editing and making a video and putting personality in a video. He spends after. eight hours live every day. Well, with the amount of money and yeah, a lot of them they have these schedules like XQC and oh, you like XQC? No, I don't like him. I don't watch him. I don't know. Not Thank my you. type. These guys are not my type of content create, consumed. Who's like, your favorite content creator? I would say Finzaw. I have no idea who that is. Is a very beautiful content creator. Uh, Finzar. 
as Z-A-R. Very nice guy. He's a, he's a teacher, okay. but a very professional one. A very nice one with a personality. Okay. Uh, oh, he's pretty small. Yeah, he's pretty small, but his actions are very huge. That's a very, I'm very quote mood today. My favorite probably is, they don't exist anymore. They're gone now. Um, type in demo disc. They used to be called Inside Gaming. Then they were called, then they were called um, Funhouse. But yeah, they also did mostly like gaming stuff, but they were some of the funniest people ever. Why are they? That's them? They're gone now. They don't even, oh, they all left the job. Uh, one of them got fired for masturbating in the office. <laughs> what a guy. What a legend. What a legend. <laughs> what a legend. No way to do it. Right here. And then uh, another guy, I think he left to start his own venture. And then, <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, they were pretty fucking funny. I'll send you one, one or two of the videos and you're going to be fucking crying in tears. But they're gone now. But, but. Oh, shit. Shit. I guess um, laughter is is very hard, or, or subject comedy is very subjective, very subjective. If I get the feel of the kind of person you are, I think you will like the kind of content. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. I uh, think, yeah. I'll try. I'll give it a try. But yeah. um, comedy these days, uh, people find it hard. If if another person does something in a video, they find it hard to accept that this is normal, a joke. Yeah. Oh, okay. You're talking about like wokeism now. Oh my God. Yeah. Tell, tell me about wokeism. They find it that they have the ability to see if someone is not themselves. They think they do. These woke people think okay. that they can see you okay. when you're not you because they're woke. They can see behind the curtains, behind the false identities and imposter syndromes and all of that. They love all the psychological uh, names of people not being they themselves while people are just Oh, I meant normal. it differently. I meant it for like people who like make crass jokes and then they like blow it out. They make crass jokes? Crass? Like crass jokes meaning like like they make like 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 dark humor. Mhm. Mm not because a person's okay. black, but because the humor making that joke that innuendo <laughs> but yeah because they they make like a joke that's in bad taste or something like that oh yeah it's like a rape joke for example and yeah. then they, they get like super upset by it and then they try to cancel that comedian and stuff oh my like god that. so yeah that's that's how uh the guy from from do you remember that movie it was a marvel movie oh i forgot the name of it uh, the where they're in space and they're traveling. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. That's why he was fired. The director. The director was fired. Yeah. Can you look up the name for the director, Dan? Okay, James Gunn. Thank you. What did he do? Uh, he basically made some jokes ten years ago, like pedophile jokes, right. <laughs> and that's why he, he got fired. Yeah, people can handle jokes these days. I'm trying to remember one of the jokes. They like. Like people who cannot handle dark humor jokes, I don't know what makes them laugh. 
Like if that doesn't make you laugh, what makes you laugh? Fail, fail army videos. I love, I love the people. I love the people who go. I have a great sense of humor, and I didn't find that funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's your sense of humor according to me right now? Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. You know. A lot of people today is sharers of of emotions and a very uh, and opinions. My father said. We live in a we live in an era that people are very singular opinionated. They mm. they have opinions. Everybody's different, and they have a single opinion of something that is true, is not changeable. Mm. They don't express it too much, but the way they live shows mm. how they are. They're inclusive in their exclusivity. That's it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what's your problem with gay people? What's my problem with gay people? Mm. Nah, I feel like gay people just are grown men that just want to tell people, look, we're having sex together. We don't give a fuck. Okay. I don't care what grown men are doing. Okay. Why should now kids in Disney movies see Buzz Lightyear? Having uh, a boyfriend. No, it's not him. It's... Uh, they're not brave enough to make <laughs> Yeah, they didn't make him gay. No, they no, they're made not his co-pilot. All right. Uh, I saw the scene. It's It was like... And it's banned in UAE and Bahrain and, and GCC just because yeah. of that. Because why? But you found your way to, to find it and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I did not watch. I saw, <laughs> I saw a clip. You set it up and I don't come down. Sorry. I said, it's okay. I saw a clip. But I don't know why uh-huh. new kids and uh, families have to know that there are adults existing. And okay, if they have to know, they will know in, let's say, school give them that in school tell them they're adults that do this shit okay that's it that's it just open the door for them and close okay. it forever okay why do you got to do it again okay why why do people want other people to know that they have sex with each other okay but do you do you do you do you not think it's it's amazing how less than two thousand years ago it would have been weird uh uh to be uh, heterosexual Less than what 2000 is a heterosexual is a straight. straight. It's, it w- it's weird to be straight. 2000 years ago, it would Where? have been weird to be straight because people are just bi. What? Yeah. Really? What era is that? We're talking about the Roman Empire. They were talking all about bi. The, the Greek Empire. Well, With the Alexander, Alexander the Great, the man who, who managed to conquer all the way to India, he had sex with dudes all the time. Wow. Yeah. In fact, to blow your mind even further, in in Roman society, I forgot the technical term for it because because I'm not a historian. Um, it was actually shunned upon. It was actually shunned upon to have a big dick. <laughs> shunned upon like something bad. Yeah, it was something bad. <laughs> Seriously. Really? Yeah. And now a lot of people like it's changed. Yeah, because they they saw it as animalistic. All right. <laughs> Yeah, and so people. Uh, a proper be, human has a size of a uh, average. No, the the smaller no, what average the, is the, the smaller the dick, the more beautiful it was seen because it was something close to divine. <laughs> oh, it's like isn't that amazing? It's, it's a beauty standard. Yeah, like isn't that, that amazing to think about that? That's how it used to be. It is amazing to think about that. Telling me that a and fucking what, civilization were by. Uh, and I mean, it's crazy to be straight. It's like, oh, you don't fuck dudes. Gladi- gladiators <laughs> were, were were fucking dudes and were fucking women. Sometimes even the wives of other guys. It wasn't. Mm. It was. It was not seen as something strange. Yeah, but these days it's it's not seen as strange. But it's 
I think it's only because of the it. it's only because of the Christian church that the Western society has become so weird about it. Look at Thailand, for example. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fascinating, yeah. isn't it? Yep. Well, I just want... Um, you just want word out there that you and gays are on fighting <laughs> uh, terms. I, yeah, I don't have a problem with them. I just want to know why is it being pushed to a lot, of, to, a, to a mass degree of people that we're here, we have sex with each other. Okay. And I don't think I'm getting to the answer. Not in my lifetime. Something will happen, but not in my lifetime. That's going to answer this question very blatantly it will be the truth and what do you think about that statistic where where they took homophobes and showed them gay porn and like 60 or 70 percent of them had like boners what is it what does that tell you it tells me that um certain uh movements of the human body mm -hmm. and the movements of the energy mm -hmm. i could show you a back of a man yeah doing some shit. okay you can get a boner but when he turns <laughs> So I don't believe that for a second. No, 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 no. He do he does a lot of shit. You do you, do you, you watch a lot of men's backs and get voters? I'm, I'm giving you the answer to the question. Of yeah, the, that no one was asking. The, no, <laughs> the science behind it. It's, yeah. it's humans don't, like the human mind doesn't separate. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't know what's true, false, unless you tell that the brain that's true, that's false. Don't believe this, believe that. So you're telling me if if you get like you get like a dude's back and you tell me that's a beautiful woman's back and yeah you can say that you okay. you could believe that okay. and then boom he turns his uh, like himself and you and see it's just something like a hairy else chest. yeah and you're like wait a minute yeah but that that's not because you're gay yeah. it's because of the movement of energy of the body yeah it's in a certain way that arouses yeah that's it. That sounds like that sounds like a guy who goes to prison and has sex with dudes. Think I wasn't gay. I wasn't, I wasn't taking it. I was giving. That's no, not gay. no, no, no. Chill, 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 chill. <laughs> it's just I feel like it's scientifically true that some movements arouse whether it's I can't from speak that. on science because I got my eighth grade electricity wrong today. So <laughs> <laughs> I did. My science you gotta get that, man. Don't let it define your night, brother. <laughs> Forget about that. I have a bunch of cards in my head and that one was taken out today. I have to come back tomorrow to talk about these things. <laughs> well, you get, the more you know. The more, the more you, you know. know. <laughs> it's a lot of magnets. Exactly. 